there, the thing that I think is most important, DJ, in retirement planning is holistic, like you're mentioning, but mm-hmm. um, have a whole new set of questions that somebody helps you walk through. Right. I'm hoping and 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 um, trying to do my part in helping financial planners and wealth planners to ask questions like, what if your kids move a thousand miles away? Mm-hmm. How will that change your, your retirement planning? So today our guest is Sharon Roth, AKA the Courage Queen and the author of the forthcoming book, Fresh Courage in Retirement, Finding Purpose, Essence and Fulfillment which will be released September 14th. Uh, She is a retirement coach and a certified knowledge manager. She's helping her clients understand there's a spiritual element to courage. She combines courage with a holistic approach to retirement. She believes we need a holistic view for the future because retirees aren't pulling their weight. <laughs> oh, <Uh-oh. laughs> and we need to be fathers to our community. You know, I guess that means, you know, being leaders in our, in our community. And, and definitely when you have a place where you have all this knowledge and experience, you definitely need to be a pillar in the community. So hello. Hello. Good to be here with you today, DJ. <laughs> yes. Thanks for so, having me. Yeah, thank you for being here. And um, so I, you know, I'm not in the place right now for retirement, (laughs) but maybe some of our listeners are, you know, one thing that people think about when they, you know, have a bad day on the job is, I can't wait till retirement gets here. You know, I can't wait to retire. I know I worked with a, a woman once. And she would say three bad days in a row and I'm retiring, <laughs> you know, and yeah, you know, that, that was her, her saying three bad days in a row at this job and I'm retiring. But retirement can be a fantasy that um, when we really start moving towards actually getting to retirement, then we begin to find out that it may not be the fairy tale that we think it is. And we may not have totally prepared financially. And we definitely, I think, do not prepare for it emotionally and spiritually. And that's where you come in. <laughs> yeah, that's where my behavioral science comes in. I've always had a hot button for potential and for purpose. Purpose has kind of been uh, kind of a mystery um, about life from for me from a very young age. And, um, you know, I want to live my God-given destiny. And I'm hoping that I inspire a lot of people to do that. Yes, because you are a behavioral scientist. So I'm sure that also helps out a great deal as you begin, as you work with your clients who are at a place where they're considering retiring or they've already retired and, you know, the issues that can come along with that. Because, as I said earlier, it may not be the fantasy that you have thought it was for so many years. And I listened to a previous podcast that you were on and you were talking about longevity planning and I guess changing our words instead of saying retirement, uh, planning for retirement, we're changing the vocabulary 
to longevity planning. So how would you define longevity planning? Well, longevity is as long as life is ours, you know, mm. um, you're not marking a season so much. Um, so longevity, DJ, could be planning that you do. Mm-hmm. Yes, <laughs> yes. Hey, you know, I'm planning to live to 100 or more, and um, that longevity gives me that um, free space to think bigger than just, oh, yeah, I'll make it to 70, 75, you know. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) Why not not go for, there's actually a club and a podcast uh, called Living to 100. So Mm. I want to get, you know, I, I know it takes a real specific focus to live wholeheartedly because mm-hmm. um, you don't get to a hundred without having some. Yeah, um, you figure some living genes, you know. Yeah, yeah, that yeah you figure something out. Something's been figured out if you're living to a hundred, especially in the U.S. You know, something. We, I, we have some questions for you. <laughs> Anyone who's listening, who's a hundred plus, uh, you know, we want to hear what you have to say. So. So how does retirement affect us beyond money? Because when people think about retirement or longevity planning, they they really, I think, limit themselves to just being prepared just financially, where I think you are thinking far beyond just being prepared financially. Yes, I think it is a big detriment that, all the focus has been on just money Mm -hmm. and um you know that's our culture i don't know that it's that way around the world but at least Mm -hmm. here in america it's just you know our companies encourage us to um put away for for retirement but Mm -hmm. um when you no longer have a business card yeah have a team that you've maybe been working with for 10, 20, 40, 50 years that kind of becomes family. Mm-hmm. Um, you you um, ha- might have lost a few people in your family uh, along the way. And so there's often some grieving that goes on with um, both leaving colleagues and leaving um, the older generation. Mm-hmm. But there's also that emotional thing that. Um, well, we've learned in this pandemic that all this isolation mm. has a bearing on our on our mental well-being. Uh, in fact, I'm starting to connect it even with mental health and mental strength um, to be a speaker for those ages uh, avenues too. But um, mm-hmm. there's uh, well, and who talks about spirituality and retirement? No, that this is the first time that I've ever heard anyone mention spirituality. Um, being a part of, and to me, that's extremely important. Yes. And I think um, it's starting to get some um, fresh air on spirituality and retirement. (laughs) After all, um, a lot of us do want to leave a legacy. Mm -hmm. A lot of us do want to pass on our wisdom, even if it's just to our next generation family kids and grandkids Mm -hmm. um but do we 
plan on it? Do we make a project out of it? Do we, you know, set some uh, deadlines or, you know, this year I want to do this part. Next year I want to do another part. But there's kids in our neighborhood, kids in our um, extended family that need that mentoring and passing on and wisdom too. Yeah. So there's a big avenue of, um, in my in my book, I, I cover, um, I, I basically have it written around the seven main things that everybody wants in life, mm-hmm. you know, to save resources, to save time, to build a fame and fortune kind of, mm-hmm. and give back. And um, there, the thing that I think is most important, DJ, in retirement planning is holistic, like you're mentioning, but mm-hmm. um, have a whole new set of questions that somebody helps you walk through. Right. I'm hoping and, and, and um, trying to do my part in helping financial planners and wealth planners to ask questions like, what if your kids move a thousand miles away? Mm-hmm. How will that change your, your retirement planning? Um, you know, I've seen an ad on TV that says, uh, oh, our, our kids are going to have twins. That's going to change. <laughs> <laughs> right. And, and, and I like that you bring up how our identity can get wrapped up into our career and, you know, going to a place um, every day, Monday through Friday, working, you know, hours at a place, having report to people or people reporting to you and vice versa uh then all that's gone now you know all that's the past and now you don't have you're you're reporting to no one you know and and we and back to the, the spiritual aspect of it is that getting up every morning and going to work is a ritual you know and when you no longer have to perform that ritual any longer it's going to have some consequences on you you know and like you said after that was that when your expectations are one way and then they don't turn out the way that you expected you know i.e having your family and grandchildren there and then they decide to get a new job or get a new house and move to a different state and then uh oh now you that's a, a part of your social life is now uh, leaving. So I do like that you're saying that, you know, these are things that are coming up that the things that uh, the expectations that you thought were going to be there are not there. Yeah, so that's where, especially DJ, where the emotional balance comes in. And some of us handle change better than others. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of us like surprises and some of us don't. <laughs> right. <laughs> and some of us take a little time getting used to it, you know, mm-hmm. but um, uh, you mentioned social and I make these little art flocks. Yes, I did want to my- mention that because those are beautiful. And I like to, I want you to talk. So I'm getting really excited. So <laughs> when you so you showed me that because um, you make them, these these items yourself with these beautiful quotes on it, and they have these beautiful colors, and you sell them on Etsy. And I'll leave a link in the um, in the in the show description. 
but they are so beautiful. And I also will get to about your book and how you're going to have these beautiful images in your book. Now you made these yourself. It's, you know, I just think it's, and I love quotes. I love quotes. I love um, having inspirational things around me to remind me. So I'm really impressed with those beautiful. Um, and what do you call them? What do you, what is your word for them? Well, they're fabric and they're quilted and they're art blocks. So um, they're the size of a postcard in case you're just listening to them. But I, I make use patchwork quilting style and I combine it with words of wisdom or a scripture sometimes. And I, that is three of my favorite things coming together. I love to sew. I love color and I love words of wisdom. So, um, yeah, that, the thing with uh, retirement is you get to explore yourself in a whole yeah. way. There's nobody telling you what needs to get done, which mm -hmm. kind of is what's missing. But you're the boss now and nobody really tells you the clue in you're the boss. So it's your right. time to shine. So shine with remembering, did I used to have a dream, you know, that I kind of buried a long time ago? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I used to have a talent that went by the wayside, playing the piano, um, you know, being a great pen pal, who knows? Right. In my book, I, I try to bring up lots of ideas as to where might have you left off your dream and be curious again to say, maybe this is the time to dust it off yeah yeah you know and that's very important that you find that creative spark uh get reconnected to that that creative spark because i was uh i read somewhere about this sad statistic <laughs> out there that many retirees die just three years after retiring and why is that happening and and you spoke a little bit early about you know they're not they're not finding that spark well, my theory, and I have tried to verify that it is, a, you know, whether it's a myth or a fact, but mm -hmm. my theory is that um, mm -hmm. people haven't found a new purpose. Right. And, you know, our, our parents probably, my parents probably, you know, kind of figured it's time to be in a rocking chair all day. You know, yeah. I earned this, you know, mm -hmm. I, I'm tired. Well, you might be tired for six months, but what's going to get you out of bed now? And mm. um, that lack of focus and purpose. You know, I I mentioned to somebody the other day that um, I was watering my plants and I love while I'm walking every day to see what's growing, what's blooming, what's going to seed, uh, what's with the birds and all this. And I thought, mm. you know, if plants aren't growing, they're dying right which one are you <laughs> exactly you know if you're not growing you're dying exactly so but society tells us many things about getting older and retiring um about what retirement means and you had said a bit earlier about how they sort of how society sort of tell us how are we supposed to look and act and dress and um how do we form a better outlook on getting older and as we begin to retire and approach retirement? Well, you know, a lot of people 
kind of say this, and and I think it's really true that you're as old as you feel, as you think you are, and as you, know, as you think. I like that because you said in another podcast, you said uh, you're only as old as you think you are, and I like that. Yeah, I've heard a number of people say that, and you know, I'm a I'm like I I'm a 30 year old in a 50 year old body type thing. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Yes. <laughs> but um, I'm I'm 73, and I brag about it because I don't look it, and you no, know you that's don't. kind of a blessing. You don't look your age either, DJ, and I take that as as an extra blessing that maybe not everybody has. But right. you know, when you're when you're worried and and uh, stressed and don't know what's next, then yeah, it kind of shows in your face. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And um, I just never have gone there. Um, I I would rather be happy than than to worry about things. There, there's mm-hmm. a certain amount of things I I try to be careful about, but um, uh, one of the one of the blocks I make uh, I don't think I have it here handy, but worry is a misuse of your imagination. Mm-hmm. Yes, I love it. Worry is a misuse of your imagination. True, because that's what worrying is. It's, it's just your imagination ran, running wild, you know? Yeah, I, I definitely love that. And one of the things that I think that I'm seeing people who are older now changing and redefining what it means to get older. I think that's so great that we are in a time where we know uh, and more people are understanding that uh, this is not the end of my life. This is just another chapter in my life. And what I love that what you're doing is you're helping people realize that and reframe their words. You are helping them to find out how to enter that next phase in their life and do it um, in a easy, effortlessly, harmoniously, holistic way so that they're not having to do it through a big old trial and error, you know, temples of the essence. So, yeah, essence to me is living from your inner spark, mm. that DNA that God put in there when you were born and, um, we nobody really teaches people how to know themselves well we're not very good on reflecting you know or doing a profile or research paper on myself on yourself but i've often valued that experience because uh learning about me is a good way to spend my time so i uh in coaching school we started by writing an essence statement and we reflected on our values and the things that we're good at and what people complimented us on maybe and what our guiding principle was and then turn that into a metaphor that that um kind of you know something out there in the world that i would describe myself as that you know and and you mentioned wisdom i think earlier well i like wisdom too and so Mm -hmm. um but i when you're living from your being inner directed in that wisdom that's inside of you that mystery that god put inside of you you're your destiny, then mm-hmm. the world feels like it's a right fit, like it's a glove that fits you like you know, what you do 
is just made for you because that was the, the design, the purpose is, is that um, you're living from your inner spark. Mm, and I now if you've been doing a lot of worrying, mm-hmm. finding that inner spark may be a challenge. <laughs> That's when we need to go out and reach you when we're having those kinds of issues, you know, because um, I was a worry wart, you know, in my 20s and I journal, you know, like that exits um, journaling that you were just missing, you were just mentioning. And I would go back and read my journal entries. And most of the things I was worried about after, you know, years of reading, you know, writing my in my journal and going back and reading different, um, different entries, none of it happened. (laughs) All that stuff that I was worried about, none of it ever happened. You know, and I like I need to I need to stop this, you know, because it was my imagination running wild. And um, so I caught myself through the journaling and writing down, you know, my feelings and thoughts and worries and complaints and then realizing that you're just <laughs> sitting here doing stupid stuff. Wake up. Wasting my life. <laughs> right. Exactly. You know. Yeah, have you forgotten who you are? Exactly. You know, it's time to remember who we are, how powerful we are. I love that Marianne Williamson uh, quote. Our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. You know, and in, in these also will be in your book, right? You will have these quotes and these beautiful um, patterns in your book. Yeah, not not all of them, but there's about a dozen there. And mm-hmm. um, you know, when you have, when you're doing something that fits you like a glove, you're amazing to behold because you light a fire in other people too. Yes, they, they want what you got. You know that passion for life, wholehearted yes. living. Yes, I definitely want to have some of those quotes in my house. I definitely want to you know, be reminded, you know, especially, you know, remembering, you know, who, who I am and, and that I'm a child of God and, and all is possible and, and the possibilities are limitless. Um, so we have to have those reminders around us. So I think that's so beautiful. And to have, uh, you know, it's one thing going to a store and buying something that's been manufactured by you know machines but it's different when someone is actually taking you know their time and energy and put that love and affection in what they're creating by their hands it's a different energy i especially think that's true of quilting because um it would be hard pressed to get the time you spent you know get it reimbursed it's Mm -hmm. it's mostly a labor of love and besides when people give you a quilt you usually receive it with that gift of love as part of the what, what you cherish about it, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's the thing about that that makes it more tangible when you know the person that has created it. You know, it's it's different. It means more. I know a group of people that um, made a quilt for all the babies that were born after nine eleven from oh wow people that were involved in that building and um they yeah it was like about 45 
quilts that they had to make and they they tried to make it quick and fast so i was later involved in making um about 25 quilts in my church for sending off to some foreign country and they said well our tip is make it quick and fast you know because <laughs> 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 so, otherwise the, the project you know keeps going forever right. Right, they got to stiffen the butts at some point, you know. So I definitely. So as the queen of courage, what is the the best or the greatest advice that you can give as we close out to our um, to our listeners how to be more courageous, and and not just in as we move towards retirement and creating that longevity plan. But just being courageous in our daily life, and you have hinted, you, you hinted on this as we throughout this entire interview. But how do we sum it all up? Well, I um, I think a great way to have courage. Um, in fact, every day before I get out of bed, I I pray for twenty people in my life that I want to see them to be have a blessed day and things work out. And so prayer is a very good tool for creating courage. And along with that, reading scripture and um, building yourself up with, with a, a principle or, a, you know, don't fear, but be courageous. That I, I stopped my foot and, and when I was reading um, Joshua, be of good courage, be of great courage. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> and then, I, I need um, that on one of your one of your placards. I need I need that quote, that scripture. Yeah, yeah. So um, uh, another couple things that are kind of related is being a volunteer or being a mentor. Now, mm -hmm. a mentor is usually thought of as somebody's progressing in their career, and that's certainly um, younger people coming behind us need need somebody that knows wisdom and knows what works with people and knows how to ask things in a, in a good way. Um, mm -hmm. a, a movie that was kind of good about that was The Mentor with Robert De Niro, I think was a main character there. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, volunteering. One of my podcasts, um, an AARP president came on and told about nine things you learn when you're a volunteer. So um, we can give you a link to that maybe later, or it's also in my book. Um, you um, you have more courage, I think, when you got a reason to get out of bed. I like to use the term that we need to find a place to fit in, to matter, and to make a difference. Mm -hmm. And oftentimes that comes with volunteering, but mm -hmm. it might be taking on a project. And um, I don't recall if I told you this story, uh, DJ, but... I read of a purpose prize that is given every year. And um, this gentleman, I'm going to guess he was somewhere between 55 and 65. And he, he, he was an Indian, East Indian man. And he wanted to give back, but he said, he, somehow he figured out if eight, nine-year-old girls in India were taught computer skills, mm. they, it would save them from being sex trafficked. Wow. Oh, that just so touched my heart. And I tried to go back and find that story later to include in my book. And I, I never did find it, but mm. um, mentoring eight and nine-year-old girls and yeah. what a difference he would make in their life. Yeah. So, um, you know, another way to build courage is to get a coach, you know, whether it's a career coach or um, 
a leadership coach or a retirement coach, there's going yes. to be a number of us out there now, um, then that uh, will help you have courage. Because one of the things a coach does is hold you accountable. Yes. You, know, you say you're going to do something, did you do it? And yes. that's, that's also living by your word and honoring your word to yourself. And sometimes, mm-hmm. oh, you know, yeah, you want to honor your word to yourself. True, exactly. Because um, if I can't tell the truth to myself, how can I tell the truth to others? You know, and truth starts is a truth is something that has to start within, you know, and I think that's so powerful what you just said, you know, how that's how you build courage. I mean, that's the definition right there in itself. The honesty that you tell yourself. That and holding us and, and holding yourself accountable, having someone there to hold you accountable and really to hold you to being courageous. Well, and the other thing a coach will do, DJ, is give you a, a new frame of what you're going through and say, Well, have you looked at it from this direction or from this other direction? You know, there's often more than just a yes or no answer. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. oh, oh, my, no, I never thought of you know, because talk about possibilities i you know when i'm at a i i guess in in college i think they would say um you know if you came upon a uh, a car accident um and with this what you see what you imagine was happening or who was at fault or whatever well you could you know give 20 different perspectives on that yeah and um or, or why did somebody there's a story about somebody being a kid's running through the train um, on the way home from, from um, it turned out they were on their way home from the mother just passing away. And wow. somebody was getting all upset about these kids running around a bit playing tantrums, you know, in the train. And who knew that, that they were going yeah. home with their mom. Yeah. So that's, that's, you know, that's of a new frame and a new perspective. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because that's the thing that we have to practice is compassion, you know, and that which takes courage to practice compassion. Yeah. And even when people are not acting the way that we think they should act, you know, we need to have compassion because we don't know all the story behind their actions, you know. Um, so, yeah, that's that's so important. All these things that you're saying is that is it's like the the in order to do them and do them effectively like what my, what Maya Angelou would say she would say the 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 greatest uh, virtue of all is courage and most people would think love but she would say it takes courage in order to love yeah. you know so to me that's the the very powerful right isn't it uh very very powerful so your book would be out September 14th Mm-hmm. And we can get it on Amazon. And is there any other ways that we can get your book or get uh, get in contact with you? Yes, my website is effortlessvitality.now.site. Um, mm-hmm. If you just Google it, it'll bring up effortlessvitality.org. And that's a nice website, too. And it is mine. But I've, I've moved on from there. Uh, because in the the now.site website, I bring in how I think it's time to disrupt retirement. Let's have a new yes. paradigm for retirement. Yes. And um, 
both places I have a free offer for a handout that I call three tips to create a new life after retirement. Yes. And um, it kind of comes from one about chapter three or four of my book, uh, some of the ideas. And um, another one, I think is on my website. I, I have to check where I put it, but it was about uh, building social health and mm -hmm. dealing with um, that whole issue of isolation and how do we get some momentum going on, on um, helping ourselves be mentally strong and um, grounded, I think. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Well, I will leave the link to your book, uh, Fresh Courage in Retirement, Finding Purpose, Essence, and, fulfill and Fulfillment. I'll leave the link and, um, in, in the show description. And any other links that you provide me, I also leave there as well, um, because I am in, in definitely. Please leave me the link to your Etsy account so I can get some of those beautiful um, quotes that you have created by hand. I think they're beautiful. I can't wait to see um, some of those in your book. Um, I think it's just so exciting what you're doing. And um, and to the listeners out there, please uh, reach out to um to sharon and i mean to me too as well if you want to know more about uh, about retiring retiring with courage i think that's um it's amazing because i think that people need that they and i think we talked a, a bit about this in the um in a when we talked for the first time about that we people are interested in spirituality it's, it's a shift is happening and we're just on the cusp of it, where people are going to start asking more deeper and profound questions. You know, the 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 news media. I was watch a quote that I saw, and it said that you know it's the reason why we call the news call it a news cycle because it's just recycled <laughs> news. You know, and people are going to get, people already. I think people are getting to a place where they're ready to hear something different and they're ready for new answers so and the people that i'm talking to i think are the people that are they're going to gravitate to because they are at a place where they like what they've been saying isn't working let me try something a little bit different you know well and i'm more than eager to um, be a speaker. I actually would like to be an international speaker. Um, mm -hmm. I think there needs to be a conversation started. And because the other thing that jabs my heart so much is that there's an average of 47 hours of TV watching mm -hmm. a week yeah. for retirees. And that is potential waiting to be in. Yeah. So yeah. we need to give them a reason to be getting out of bed and getting away from the TV. <laughs> exactly, you know, and and volunteering, I think, is a great thing because I always say volunteering is the rent that we pay for for living on this planet, you know, and it makes us happier. And oh. use all the experience that you have to help to mentor someone. Go ahead. Let me mention a book that I was thinking of earlier while you're talking is um, mm -hmm. another book that I highly recommend, and uh, you won't learn what you think you'll learn out of it, but it's called The Soul of money, S-O-U-L, mm -hmm. the soul of money. Um, that will give you a whole new perspective on 
um, the world mm-hmm. and money and yourself. Yes. And I downloaded that book and, and bought the audio version of it. It's the audio. If you, I will, I'll leave the link in the show description, but if you want to, to, if you like a person who loves just to listen to books, like I do, and I always do immersive reading while I'm reading the book and listen to it at the same time. And you have, you can buy the book on Kindle and you can buy the audio version of it as well. I'll leave the links there. The soul of money. I, I can't wait to start actually reading it. I think it's going to be, um, I, I, the title in itself gets me excited. <laughs> you yeah. know, soul yeah, my, and my money. Book, I mean, my book will be available on Kindle too, and I'm gonna. I'm starting to look into doing an audio version of it too. So yeah, and and hopefully we can have you back and and we can talk about the audio the audio version and also talk about any other new projects that you have going on as we progress into this uh, new dimension well thank you Shannon, for having me having um for for being a guest on the show and um i wish you all the luck in the world and i'll be there rooting right along with you um as we grow to the next hundred years yes (laughs) all right take care thank you you're welcome (laughs) bye